Greetings, Amigops, and Top Teners everywhere. Welcome back to another episode of Top 10 with Kyle and Mike. I am your co-host, Kyle. Opposite me today, as he is every week, is your wonderful co-host, Michael. He looks like he's comfy. He's sitting in a big, nice chair. He's down to an undershirt. It looks like he's settled in for a nice, fun podcast. This week, as we do every week, we will be discussing a Top 10 list. Now this week, Michael has put together a list. The topic is one that I do not know yet. It is entirely undisclosed and will be a surprise to me. Over the course of this next hour, Mike and I will vigorously debate the contents of this list before arriving at a definitive top 10. Michael, what will we be discussing today? So as you and I were discussing on our uh, our little pre-show catch-up, we both recently saw the film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's an excellent film. Importantly, one of the co-stars of that film is a young actress who we've also been watching on a television show that both of us watch, Stranger Things. The actress is Maya Hawk. She is the daughter of Ethan Hawk and Uma Thurman. And What? Yes, did you not did we did you not know this? No, I, her name is Uma Hawk. No, no, it's uh, Maya, Maya Hawk. Hawk. <laughs> because if they had just done Uma Hawk, that would have been great. <laughs> yeah, that actually would have been pretty awesome. But she looks exactly like her mother. And I think I was watching Stranger Things and was like, well, that person is is clearly related to Uma Thurman. And then had a conversation with my dad about how it turned out she's actually Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's child, which I did not know was a thing. I didn't know they like were ever together. Point here is... She is a celebrity offspring who is on her way to being great. So what I want to talk to you about tonight is the greatest is kind of one angle to look at it, but really the way I want to look at it is the least disappointing celebrity offspring. Because celebrity <laughs> offspring have a tendency to really disappoint. Yeah. However... There are many who have not disappointed. So that's what I want to talk about tonight. I basically have... I basically have two main criteria. One is that the parent or parents, in some cases, have to be legitimately famous. Like, this can't be so-and-so's dad was, you know, the third trumpet in the backup band for Frank Sinatra. Like, you gotta really be a famous parent. Yeah. And the kid has to then either, you know, really match or elevate or in some way add to the legacy of this family. Okay. So those are my main criteria. But it only needs to be one parent? Yes, yes. In some cases, there are two, but it only has to be one. Now, here's the final thing that I want to talk about. I want to do something that I don't think we've done. I'm I'm forgetting now whether we've done this. I kind of think we might have done it once. I want to do two top five lists. What? We haven't done that, right? Or did we end up doing that for something? We talked about it, and then we just like kind of put it on the R&D pile, and we haven't talked All about right, it. All right, well, we're R&Ding it tonight, wow. as I like to do sometimes. I'm trying something new. The reason we're going to do that is because when you start doing this list, there's basically athletes uh, and famous people. And I think that they're different enough that they're sort of hard to rank against each other. Wow. So I've got a top five for... Athlete kids, and then kind of general celebrity kids. Does that mean that we're splitting everything in half? Like, are we going to do a not top one and a half for each of these lists? I actually now I'm realizing I only <laughs> I only did a not top for the celebrity one. I don't know why I didn't do one for the athlete. I'm glad one. that's the one because I feel like we can think of on the fly more like disappointing yeah. children athletes. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah, there's, there's, I, you know, we're gonna have to add Bronny soon because LeBron's kid is definitely not gonna turn out to be what people are claiming he is. He's definitely not um, gonna turn out to be one of like the two greatest players ever. <laughs> probably not. It would seem unlikely. Yeah. Uh, so for for the athlete side, just as my cutoff, the parent had to either win some sort of major individual championship in their sport, or if they're a team athlete, be named an All Star at least once. Wow. Okay. The parent did or the progeny? The the parent did. Ah, I see. And then hopefully the offspring did something even more than that. Okay. Alright. So are you are you kinda following where we're going here? Definitely, definitely following. I 
Love this. I'm very excited. All right. So do you want to start? Well, which which list do you want first? It's choose your own adventure. No, I am on the shoulders of a mighty river. I would say let's go with the the celebrity ones first, just because that's the first one you mentioned. But that is entirely up to you, sir. I like the idea. Let's uh, let's do celebs. Okay. All right. So I'll start you off at number five. Number five. Number five. <laughs> number five is a pick that. I am probably overrating because of my deep affection for her. So, coming in at number five is the daughter of Quincy Jones and Peggy Lipton, Rashida Jones. Oh, oh Lord. So, yeah, so Rashida Jones's mom, Peggy Lipton, was a famous model and actress from, like, the 70s, 80s. Uh, she was in Twin Peaks... She was in a lot of big modeling campaigns. Very famous woman. Her father, Quincy Jones, is one of the most well-known record producers of all time. Uh, he, I believe, was the producer for the Thriller album and a lot of Michael Jackson's work. She is. So her parents, so her parents are exceptionally famous, and I think that Rashida Jones has really taken their legacy into a new generation in a really cool way because she's in a field that is kind of different than her parents. Her mother was known also as an actress, but really was primarily known as a model. And her dad was in the music business. So I think her being known primarily as a TV actress is, is kind of a cool extension of their legacy. Well, it's very impressive because like the, at least the, the couple of people I've already thought of in my head are like following exactly in the steps of what their parents did. Yes. And this is like, she has two very talented parents, but she's kind of, channeling that talent into a new area which is definitely more impressive like you don't have necessarily you can't it's not like she learned how to do it from watching her parents her whole life uh yeah that's amazing also like, like it makes perfect sense that rashida jones's mother is a model because she's among the most beautiful women out there yeah absolutely it's um, it's pretty fantastic. I Rashida Jones definitely not a disappointment to her parents. No, I wouldn't think that she's a disappointment to anybody. Yeah. Ready for number four? Yeah. All right. Number four is an actor uh, who did follow pretty directly in his father's footsteps. Bit of a late bloomer. A guy who didn't really break out for a while, but who is now among the most bankable and kind of well-known actors on the planet. That is Josh Brolin, son of James or Jimmy Brolin. So, so James Brolin is just the kind of guy who's had a really long and successful Hollywood career. I, I was looking through IMDb pages and stuff to look for kind of notable roles. It's hard to pick. He's just been around and been famous for 50, 60 years. He was on Westerns. He was on a bunch of TV shows. Big deal. Josh Brolin... When you start looking at his body of work it's at this insane. point, it's it's pretty crazy. So he was nominated for an Oscar, which I didn't realize, for Milk. Um, oh. I don't know what role he played. I think he might have been on the city council. Um, I'm probably fudging that. But he was in the movie Milk. Obviously, No Country for Old Men. <sighs> Sicario. He's a the Avengers. Don't like, forget he's, he's Thanos. A, right. And he's, he's a big F. Yes. Yeah, he is. He's a big deal. He's all over the place, and he's done it, I think, in a really cool way by carrying on his father's legacy, which is as a really ruggedly handsome guy, but a guy who can wink and kind of play it straight or play it, play it, you know, kind of funny. This is going to be really strange. It'd be like saying that, like, your favorite James Caan movie was Kicking and Screaming, but, like... Uh, my like the most impressed I've ever been with Josh Brolin was in Men in Black Three when he did Young Tommy Lee Jones. I was it was incredible, and it, it, it's stupid, but he brought a real intensity to that and did a great job. It was like he was intense, like Tommy Lee Jones was, but it was also like tongue in cheek, like very funny because he was able to do it so well. And I think yeah. it speaks pretty well to what you're saying. Like he's very versatile, but also like. When he turns it up, when he turns up the intensity, like in Sicario, yeah. like oh god, he, I mean he's just he's crazy in that movie. Like when he starts just chewing gum, like the way he chews gum is so scary in that movie. He has one of the best lines ever in that movie. Um, 
when she asks him like all these questions about how the cartel works and he's like chewing gum and he's like you're asking me how a watch works why don't we just keep an eye on the time and it's like oh my god this guy's so fucking uh, cool that's a great line i don't remember that one but that's so good that's such an amazing line anyways that's josh brolin Whew. yeah josh brolin hell of a guy and I think so, one last thing on yeah. Josh Brolin, and I think notably, probably at this point, even more famous than his father. Like, I guess it yes. it depends who you ask, but I think it's probably safe to say that. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the case. At least pe- people our age. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. But I think I think he's he's on track to when the when the history books are written to end up being the more famous of the two Brolins. Yeah. So good one. So number three, uh, this is another one of those celebrities who just basically needs uh, no introduction. Uh, Jane Fonda, she is the daughter of Henry Fonda. So Henry Fonda is best known for starring as Tom Joad in Grapes of Wrath. He was in 12 Angry Men. He was in On Golden Pond. So he had just an incredibly illustrious old Hollywood career spanning decades and decades. He, I believe, won the Oscar for On Golden Pond. He's just, you know, really a staple of old Hollywood. And then Jane Fonda, his daughter, has been nominated for seven Oscars and won two and is probably one of the more famous celebrities ever. It's kind of, what did she win Oscars for? You're gonna give me a tough one. I one was the chi- one was the China syndrome, I think. Hold on, I've got it. I've got it up here. Okay, so she, you're right. She's been nominated seven times. She won Best Actress for Coming Home in 1978, and she won for Best Actress in a movie called Clute in 1971. I don't know. Called Clute, huh? I don't know what that's all about the hell is that that sounds like that was a term we used to use in my house for uh farting a small town detective searching for a missing man has only one lead a connection with a new york prostitute she's probably the detective wow (laughs) um well placed yeah that's awesome and i mean two times like that's a pretty short list of people who have won best leading twice yeah (laughs) and um also i i if people aren't familiar because i mean she was like at her probably at her like peak of her like award-winning career you know 40 years ago but more recently people probably know her from like grace and frankie that's a pretty popular show and then i think she was on the newsroom too so like she's definitely been more active on like the tv front recently but definitely a very highly respected actress yeah absolutely she is a uh she's an american treasure and uh, I'm sure Henry Fonda is very proud of his offspring. Even though she is definitely more famous than he is. Yes. Yeah, yes. no doubt. Although, but he certainly, in his own right, I mean, his role in Grapes of Wrath particularly is is a Hollywood classic. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, we're not, we're not here to hate on Henry Fonda. No, that's certainly not the case. We're here to, we're here to appreciate young Jane. Yeah. yeah. All right, you ready for number two? Yeah, like, what do we do? Like, do we just do the whole list and then do, like, not top threes and honorable mentions at the same I, time? I think that's kind of, I think that was kind of my plan. Yeah. All right. Fuck it. If that's all right with you. No, I yeah, like it. Okay. We're just we're, figuring we're... out as we go. Yeah. All right. So number two is one of, this is, this is just an epic father-son duo. Like, epic. The father is Carl Reiner, who most famously created the Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah. Like created the Dick Van Dyke show and also had and is having a Hollywood career of probably like seven decades. He has been famous forever. And he was in Toy Story Four. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people here would know Carl Reiner as um the crabby old guy from the Oceans movies. Like he's just he's a he's a treasure. And his son, Rob Reiner is extremely well known for many things you know most famously of course jessica day's father on new girl also known for his role as you know meathead on all in the family 
he directed and maybe wrote as well several of these movies, but famously directed Princess Bride, A Few Good Men, Harry When Harry Met Sally. Yeah, I, like it's it's kind of stunning, like that he's in <laughs> uh, New Girl and the way he is. Like he has some crazy movies underneath his uh, on his resume, like that he wrote and directed was a part of. Uh, so I'm just looking at his, just his directing credits. This doesn't count all the crazy, like the insane amount of stuff that he's produced. Spinal Tap, The Sure Thing, Stand By Me, Princess Bride, When Harry Met Sally, Misery, A Few Good Men, all in sequence. What a run. (laughs) That's, that's like maybe the all time greatest directorial run. That's That's gotta be up there with anything Spielberg has done. That's insane. (laughs) And then that doesn't even count all the stuff that he was acting in. So, like, (laughs) this is is stunning. Like, if you were to sum up the total fame slash notoriety slash accomplishments of the parent and the child, this is definitely appropriately high on the list because combining the two is is an insane amount of celebrity. I can't, I can't believe that run that like, I didn't, that's, that's crazy that that's all in order. I didn't skip anything. (laughs) That's, that's wow. Good for him. Yeah. Those are some of the biggest hits, like, and all, not all, but most of those are original, you know, works and they're, they're like, they're all different and they're really thoughtful. There's just, that's a, that's a pretty incredible run of movies. Good for him. Yeah. You go Rob Reiner. All right. Number one, uh, I'm kind of giving this, I'm cheating a tiny bit, but not really, because there's really one son who this really goes to. It is two sons, with the understanding that one of them is the one we're really focusing on. These are Lloyd Bridges' boys, Bo, and of course, Jeff Bridges. But mostly Jeff Bridges. Yeah, this this is primarily going to Jeff Bridges, so... Jeff Bridges has been nominated for seven Oscars and won one, which seems like an absolute travesty when you think about the career he's had, that he's only won one Oscar. Though I will say, I would like to give him as many of these retrospective career-long awards as possible because it increases the chance that he'll give a crazy stone speech that lasts like 10 minutes the way he did at last year's Oscars. That was just incredible. Like, it was just... He was just floating and having the time of his life. <laughs> so, Jeff Jeff Bridges is a son that Lloyd Bridges, uh, who's another of those old-time celebrities who's just got such a long sheet that it's it's hard to pick anything. But uh, the listeners probably know him best as Izzy Mandelbaum from Seinfeld, but he's, he's had a career in Hollywood for many many years i think he's probably most famously in um airplane right yeah Um, yeah i'd say i'd say airplane and and seinfeld are the things that he's probably best known for late in his career like that an audience of probably our average age might know yeah um that's definitely what i know him from but as far as what i know jeff bridges from that's a very long list and as we were talking about Josh Brolin and like kind of actually like it's actually kind of a pretty similar comp like Josh Brolin and Jeff Bridges like both of them have like this very kind of rugged kind of stereotype that they play into a lot but also they do a lot of stuff off like he does a lot of stuff off that and like for Bridges most famously as the big Lebowski is the dude but like a lot of his stuff he's you know he's a cowboy or a tough guy or whatever. Like I'm thinking true grit and hell in high water. And yeah, he can play it straight. Yeah, for sure. For even you younger folks, you might recognize him as Obadiah stain from the iron man from iron man. Based off of your recommendation, I went and listened to the crazy heart soundtrack and he's a very talented musician as well. Very talented. Yeah. He's a terrific musician. And don't sleep on Bo. Bo has had an excellent career in Hollywood, too. And they famously played brothers in the Fabulous Baker Boys. And so they have shared the screen together in what was a very popular film in, I believe, the 90s. So they've been together. And Bo Bridges is also an excellent actor who's 
Um, I, I'm, I can't think of any big roles off the top of my head because he's not that kind of actor, but he's been kind of a character actor for a long time who's who's done some great stuff. Yeah, I mean, even if he hadn't done anything at all, this would be an impressive gene pool, but to have two in the same family is very impressive. Yeah. So, great, uh, great little list you have here, Mike. Yeah, so that's the scoop. I am going to hit you with, um, I'll go not tops first, and then I'll give you other and honorable and whatever, and we'll buzz through that. Okay. Could you, uh, could you help me prompt our dear friend that it's time for some not tops? Yeah, Kev, hit the stank! Nice. Wow. I... I actually will say that I've been smelling the stank all day. I went to the gym this morning near the beach, and for whatever reason, there was some low tide coming in. Ugh. Boof. So I'm, this is just my second stank session of the day. Wait, that's super gross, and thanks for sharing that. Kev, hey, Kev, actually, don't, um, if you could just stick around for another maybe 20 minutes, I think we're actually going to have a second not top three later. If you could just, he's packing his stuff up. He, he does not look happy. I think. Hold on, I, I think he's. I think Kevin, he's gonna stay. Ke- thanks, Ke- thank you, Kevin. Um, Kevin is of course on location in Chicago today. He flew <laughs> from Boston to Chicago for this week's episode. Yeah, um, he does not quite look a happy. Bu- quite a budget. Uh, he's quite a budget. He's running. Disclaimer: We do not know Kevin McLeod. Um, we do not know all right. Kevin McLeod. <laughs> he's super handsome and wonderful. Yeah, no question. Who who'd you have on uh, your not right. top three? So my not tops, uh, Jaden and Willow Smith. Um, I don't know, kind of, kind of useless, uh, especially given that both of their parents. So it's, it, this is a situation where Jada Pinkett and Will Smith are both awesome, and their kids are both kind of like, eh, whatever. You're just salty because you can't whip your hair back and forth. I cannot whip my hair back and forth. That's true, but I'm also salty that that movie, uh, whatever the hell it was called, where. What the hell was that movie called? With Will and Jaden where they're on some planet together. It's Earth, you dipshit. It's called After Earth. Yeah. After Earth, that's what it was. It is Earth. Idiot. That's the uh, whole right, that's well, the whole twist. Yeah, yeah. In the trailer. It's like, what is this planet? It's Earth. Earth. <laughs> yeah, great. What? So Jaden and Willow Smith. It was Earth? Uh <laughs> next is He of Tiger Blood. Charlie Sheen. Um, <laughs> I, I might even lump Emilio Estevez in here because Emilio Estevez is just like warm milk. He's he's. I loved him as Coach Bombay, but uh, you know, and I think he was in um, whatever that stupid cowboy movie was in the nineties with all the young. Oh, Young Guns. I think that's it's called Young Guns. So he he had a little bit of a run for himself, but like Emilio Estevez is whatever and. Charlie Sheen has had pretty well-documented issues, and it's all strange because Martin Sheen's entire reputation as an actor is for being kind of kindly and fatherly. Like, he's the president that people would actually want. He's, like, the one character in The Departed that you feel bad died. Oh, sure, especially when his blood sprays, like, six feet in the air. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. The thing with Charlie Sheen, though, is that I feel like his trajectory was such that he could have actually made this list like as having surpassed yes. his father's yeah. legacy. And he did. He, he, when he was running, like when he, when he was in his prime in the eighties and nineties, he was far more famous than his father was and was probably the most famous celebrity in Hollywood for a five or six year stretch for a minute there. All right. So next one is a person, you know, is probably my least favorite celebrity uh daughter of Blythe Danner uh who most folks probably know from Meet the Parents Gwyneth Paltrow she sucks so many butts she's the worst yeah you do Um, not like Gwyneth Paltrow not a fan anybody who says that their life as a Hollywood celebrity is harder than that of working moms I just ain't nobody got time for that like get the hell out of here with that garbage it's a tough beat that's a tough it's a very tough Um, beat and then I, uh, this is kind of mean. Actually, this one's really mean. But uh, I put John John JFK Jr. Oh man, I don't know. He didn't really do much. And then you know, well, 
It didn't end well. I don't know. He just didn't really do anything for me. And he's JFK's son. Like, come on. The it's other Kennedy kids all... The other, But the other Kennedy kids have done more than that. I don't know. I just... Whatever. Um, Nicole Richie. Uh, Lionel Richie <laughs> is very famous. Yeah, he and is. has put together quite a body of work. One that I know... Uh, brother of the pod cam loves sure does. but nicole richie is is most well known for her work on the simple life yeah um all right so now i'm gonna give you quickly a couple just two random celebrities who i didn't know were famous people's kids uh emma roberts oh. do you know that she's do you know that she's eric roberts's daughter sure didn't aka sal maroney like she's salvatore maroney's kid she didn't know this one is so random. I ha- I cannot believe I, that the internet told me this. Do you know who Mariska Hargitay is? Sure don't. So she's from Law and Order SVU, I think. Oh, of course. She's an actress who you'd, who you'd actually recognize and who's been on TV forever, ever, ever. But, you know, whatever. It's, she's, she's a household name because she's been on TV forever. She's Jane Mansfield's daughter, which I had no idea. So Jane Mansfield people listening will know from the famous picture of um oh god i always forget who's looking at her but she's she is uh busting out of her top and yeah uh who the hell is looking at her it's not i don't want to google this because i'm on my work computer yeah so am i <laughs> can, can you uh oh it's sophia loren sophia loren so she's uh, she's leaning over and about to her boobs are about to fall out and Sophia Loren is giving her side eye. It's a very very famous photo, and Mar- Mariska Hargitay is Jane Mansfield's daughter. So those are my random celebs. I'm taking up too Weird. much time, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go honorables. Uh, Carrie Fisher, daughter of Debbie Reynolds. That's yeah. that's like pretty legitimately should be considered. Uh, Laura Dern, daughter of Bruce Dern, uh, who yep. played the old man in uh, the Once Upon a Time Hollywood film. So that's that's a legitimate option. This yeah. is one that I did not know. Is did you know Jamie Lee Curtis is Tony Curtis's daughter? What? Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, I had no idea. Wow, how did I not know that? I don't know. Crazy shit. I didn't know that. Holy fuck. That's awesome. I love I that. I know. Isn't that great? I really like that, but I, I didn't like, know. I also like that Rob so both Reiner of Jessica's... And, yes. Yeah. Yep. Wow, that makes me super happy. Yeah, both of Jess Day's parents. So, theoretically, her grandparents on that could be yeah. like, a, a gay couple of Tony Curtis and Rob Reiner. Uh, well, it would be... Or no. Uh, Carl Reiner. Carl Re- Sorry, Carl Reiner and Tony Curtis, yeah. which I really like. I'd watch that sitcom. Although then her... I'll, yeah, I would too. All right, so Jamie Lee Curtis, Kiefer Sutherland, son of Donald Sutherland. Yeah, I uh, had them. Ange- Angelina Jolie, daughter of John Voight. Um, what? Yeah, that one you should know. That's famous. I didn't know you that You didn't know one. that one? No. Yeah. Yep, so Angelina Jolie, daughter of, of John Voight. Um, fuck Michael Douglas son of Kirk Douglas yep. that's another one that kind of wind the clocks back and it's the 80s he's like number one on this list yeah because he's Moses's son and he's also Gordon Gecko. like that's pretty crazy yeah um, and then this is my other list Miley Cyrus daughter of Billy Ray Cyrus Kate Hudson daughter of Goldie Hawn slash stepdaughter of Kurt Russell uh Alexander Skarsgård, son of Stellan Skarsgård. Yep. Dakota Johnson, daughter of Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith. Uh, Hall Gleason, son of Brendan Gleason. This is one that I found out recently that I think most people know that I just didn't. Liza Minnelli, daughter of Judy Garland. I had no idea about that one. That was rolling around in my brain somewhere, but I couldn't have told you that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now we're scraping the bottom of the barrel for this one. Bryce Dallas Howard, daughter of Ron Howard. Um, also Ron Howard, son of Clint Howard. Uh, and then last, which is, this is legit. This is a real, like, pretty, pretty legit celebrity kid. It's Ben Stiller, son of Ann Mira and Jerry Stiller. Yeah, that's a good one. 
If you have any, I'd say throw them in here, and then we can re-rank after we do athletes, if that works for you. I had a couple, but you mentioned them. The only other one I would add is, uh, as an honorable mention, not serious, is Scott Eastwood. People know who he is. Oh, yeah, from the last ride. Yeah, and, like, nothing else. (laughs) Yep, and then nothing else. But, like, Clint Eastwood is so famous that it's worth mentioning. Yes. Any one of his 13 children by, like, six women should qualify <laughs> all right well our very first ever top five list is at least in its draft form so should we move on to your other list yeah let's let it rip all right all right number five uh this is a father-son baseball duo that is near and dear to your heart oh boy uh the son very famously appeared in some television commercials as a kid with his dad he also was well-known in Sports Illustrated years before he made it to the bigs for hitting 400-plus-foot dinghies at the ballpark while uh, hanging out with his pops. He is one of, or they are, the only father-son duo to both hit 50 home runs in the major leagues. We're talking, of course, about Cecil and Prince Fielder. Obviously. And uh, Prince is no disappointment. Prince is is like a few of these, he's sort of in the Josh and James Brolin mold. He did exactly what his dad did, did it really well, and I'm sure he made his dad quite proud. Yeah, and probably did it better than his dad. Like, Cecil Fielder was definitely um, a prodigious power hitter, but he, like, went he went to Japan and then found his stroke, and then he played quite a while after that, but he was, like, really, really good for, like, maybe two to three years after he came back from Japan, and that's when he was at the peak of his his fame and powers whereas prince had like probably a solid 10-year career um and was like one of the best power hitters in baseball for that entire time but i would be curious to see what their actual career wars were it's funny i actually pulled that stat together for just one father-son duo because I, i was trying to find sort of unique things about these um athletic pairs but the actual career war is an interesting mm. thought. Like, what's the, what's the highest combined father-son career war would be kind of interesting. So I'm seeing Prince as 23.6, according to baseball reference. Okay, wow. Yeah, so Cecil had a career war of 17.2, which I would have expected a bigger gap, but that's interesting. Do you notice one other stat that really pops on Cecil's stat line? His D-War is not very good. I'm just enjoying his two stolen bases. Oh, wow. Good for him. He finished... Two career stolen bases. He finished second in MVP two years in a row. That sucks. Wow, that's brutal. But also a very interesting reflection on the state of baseball at that time. Yeah. That he was a MVP runner-up with a war of (laughs) 3.8. It's tough. Also, he made nine and a half million bucks for a couple of years there. I, I'm blown away by how much money he was making at the end there. That's a that's a lot of dough for a player in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, he did just just fine, and so did Prince. So yeah, he sure did. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, great pick. Yep. All right, uh, number four. This one I was surprised to include just because the dad was better than I thought. I I think of the son, of course, as one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play football, but I didn't know his dad was quite as good as he was. So I'm talking about Peyton and Archie Manning. Yeah. So Archie Manning actually was a two-time Pro Bowler. I thought he was really he was just like a you know guy who was great in college and then was okay in the pros, and he had like a 12-year career with the Saints, and he did make the Pro Bowl twice. And um, that is a that is a proud dad who has sons totaling four Super Bowl wins, and uh, Peyton Manning won five regular season MVPs, which is a remarkable feat. That's pretty wild. Probably even more impressive than two Super Bowl wins when you think about it. Particularly given what we know about the teams that he won and didn't win the Super Bowl. I'm mostly thinking of the Broncos. Like, so the team he won the Super Bowl for, he was holding that team back. Yeah. Whereas when he was winning those MVPs with the Colts, 
I think you could pretty easily argue he was dragging a team that routinely was lacking, you know, a coach <laughs> just to start, um, and often a defense yeah. much farther than it ever should have gone. So those five MVPs were seasons when he was just electric. Yeah, and it's worth noting, yeah, like, I mean, you mentioned it, but, like, Eli has become a bit of a joke now, but, like, it's nothing to snip at. That's two more Super Bowl wins, like you mentioned, and, like, he's, pro- like, maybe a Hall of Famer, probably a Hall of Famer, I don't know. I think, ultimately, he probably won't end up being it, but we are, but it is a conversation that people are having. Which is, which is pretty stunning that a father would legitimately be talking about two of his sons being considered in that class. That's wild. Um, yeah. I'm good for, I'm proud of you, Mike, for, uh, now that it's all over and it's clear where Mr. Brady sits on the, on the charts, you can, that has him. made, that has made it a little bit easier for me to be so big spirit. Yeah. It's weird. Cause a few years ago you were really not this, uh, open to talking about Peyton's greatness. Yeah. And I will say just so we, while we're on the topic, I am quite what enjoying, Finally, the, the narrative swinging back on Rodgers. It's pretty crazy how far the pendulum has swung. And probably, probably too far, too to far. be fair. But it has swung back from the ridiculous, just, you know, masturbatory bullshit that was going on the last couple of years about how great he is. I, I think it's it's definitely gone too far. But still, I'm glad it's coming back. I love that. this, that you've gone from, like, mostly Peyton, and then you had, like, a few years on the Breeze train, and now that is... Yeah. And now that train has kind of left the station, so who's... Now it's now it's Rodgers. Who's... who's now, and then next year, it'll be Mahomes, probably. Patrick Mahomes. You're next, <laughs> Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so number three. Number three is interesting. Number three would be number one, without question, Except that it's safe to say that dad was probably disappointed a time or two by this this son. So <laughs> this this father son duo holds an incredible distinction that I didn't realize. Incredible. When Bobby Bonds retired from Major League Baseball, he had the most thirty thirty seasons of all time. He had five. Wow. The most 30... Think about that. That is not the sort of like echelon I think of Bobby Bonds living in. But he had At least not in the, the power most, department. No. 30-30 seasons in MLB history with five. And then Barry Bonds is the only person with more than him with seven. You should mention that 30-30 is 30 steals and 30 yes, home sorry. runs. Yes. Which is just an incredible combination of power and speed. And particularly for the time that Bobby Bonds was playing. Guys hitting 30 home runs wasn't just a routine thing. And now it's weirdly flipped where, like, if a guy were to have 30... Like, it would be way harder to get 30 stolen bases than it would be to hit. That's a really good point. (laughs) Yeah, the Ricky Henderson... What did he steal? Like, 130 bags one year? Like, that's just... That's a pretty untouchable statistic. It's... Yeah, but... (laughs) But uh, if if not for... If not for the alleged... uh, steroid use this would be number one easily because barry bonds is a son to be proud of in all senses on the field among the greatest hitters to have ever played baseball so yeah i mean just it's so easy to forget because of all of the negative pr around him he he was unbeatable i mean there was a there was a, a several year period there where if you threw the ball to him he hit a home run and there was you know, basically no question about it. That was all he did was walk. I mean, we've talked about his statistics before. He had an OPS of like one four, an on base percentage of like six hundred. He just was he was in a whole different world. There was some stupid stat where he would like he led the the league like he had twice as many intentional walks as the next closest person. Yeah. And he had been walked with the bases loaded like ten times in a single year or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> he just was so dangerous. So that's uh, that's Barry Bonds, son of Bobby Bonds. That's a good one. Was was better than I think we need to um, than than I think I remembered. Yeah, I would not have guessed that about him. No. So number two is a father son hockey duo that is. Truly remarkable. Hockey News released a list of its 100 greatest players of all time. 
And this father-son duo, and I'm now forgetting what order, so I'm going to tap dance for just one second. <laughs> do, do, do. Uh, well, I try to remember what the order was, um, because one of them... All right, I've got it. So, uh, number eight on the Hockey News Greatest Players of All Time list is Bobby Hull. And number 64 is Brett Hull. Yeah. Hockey has been around for quite some time. Hockey is a sport that has had a lot of players. There have been a lot of great players. And hockey is a sport that is, is into mythology. Like, it's it's a little like baseball in that sense. People love mythologizing these players. So those sporting news and hockey news type lists tend to be stuffed with guys who, you know, people remember from the 1930s, but they never actually watched them play. So to be a modern player that high on the list, is it's really a mark of what a great player you were. Bobby Hull and Brett Hull are 64 and 8 on a list of the greatest hockey players of all time. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, this one is near and dear to my heart because I grew up watching Brett Hull play on the wings, which is really yeah. fun. And I would just, it's kind of, it's kind of fun. Cause like, I never knew that his dad was among the greatest to ever play. Like as yeah. a kid, I just, you know, knew Brett Hole, and I like, he was iconic in his own right. But so wait, but which is so sorry, just to be clear. So Bobby is Bobby. The father is number eight. Yeah. And Brett, the son is number 64, which could theoretically tell you he's a disappointment, but no father no matter how demanding, could reasonably imagine his son would grow up to be the eighth greatest hockey player of all time and match dad. 64 is a hell of an accomplishment. 64 is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, say that means if you, that basically means if you did, assuming that the distribution of player positions is kind of even, if you were to draft fantasy teams, he'd be on like the third or fourth team yeah. of players. Of all time. Of all time. That's that's really something. Yeah. Um, well, plus it's worth noting. Uh, actually, it's who knows, but um, Brett Hull at least won a couple of Stanley Cups in an era yeah. when it was much more difficult to win the Stanley Cup, I imagine, than his mm -hmm. father. So, yes, that's important to note too. I know he won at least two with the Wings, or not? Yeah, no, one right with the Wings, at least. Yeah. So, so that uh, they actually, I'm looking right here. They both scored a thousand points. The father and the son scored a thousand points. Exactly in the NHL. No, no, like a thousand plus. Oh, okay. That is just silly. That is silly. That's wild. Yeah. Well, that's Brett Hall and Bobby Hall. Number one. So the number one proudest, you know, least disappointing athlete offspring of all time. He ranks this high, not only because he is probably the purest hitter of his generation, but because the ways he made his father proud go so far beyond his individual accomplishments. Kyle, why don't you tell the people who's number one? And then if you could explain exactly why he was able to make his dad so much prouder than any of these other ones, even though other athletes accomplished so much. So we're talking, obviously, about Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. Yes. And as you alluded to, Ken Griffey Jr. had... I I can't think of a more beautiful swing. Like, a lot of no. times people... Work of art. A lot of times people say, like, the most beautiful left-handed swing. Like... It's a, it's an unnecessary qualifier because it's just the yeah. most beautiful swing ever. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I think what you're alluding to is the fact that they played on the field together at the same time. which They actually did, to go even further than that, in my research, I uncovered a factoid that I did not realize. Not only did they play together on the same team, they hit back-to-back -back home runs. Yeah. That, that's crazy. It, what? An unbelievably mind-blowing thing. Like, the list of things that have to coalesce 
for a father and a son to both be playing in the league at the same time, to be on the same team, to both be, you know, good enough to be continuing to play, blah, blah, blah. Just like go down that list. And then to have them go back to back. Could you even imagine something cooler than doing that with your dad? I'm trying to think what the, like, it's not this, it's not even the same as like, if your dad is an actor acting in the same movie as your dad, like it's uh, it's it's in the it's in the the, the ballpark. But it's different because like if you can like there's the ages don't need to line up. Yeah, yeah. As there's the assumption that you could be you could be playing father and son. Right, and like you like there's there's no reason that like a, a studio couldn't hire both of you. Whereas like a team can't just like sign like you know who whatever. It's like the it's just it's such a wild thing. Like, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how, how many other times a father and son played on the same field period, but like on the same team. And then to extrapolate to them hitting next to each other in the same order is that must've been just the, that must've been the greatest moment of his life. Ken, Ken Griffey senior to see your, I would imagine that that was the, I, I got to think that that other than the birth of his son and, and maybe other children, like, Probably the greatest moment of his yeah, life. Yeah, it's got to be up there. Um, yeah, and like to like Ted Griffey Jr., I guess maybe at the end of his career you could consider him a disappointment, but he'd already had <sighs> one of the greatest yeah. careers of all Fat time. Fat Ken Griffey Jr. Fat, asleep Ken Griffey Jr. in the Mariners Clubhouse in the He's sixth fat, inning. Poor, poor crying yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. But before that. Before all that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that, the second you mentioned this list, I figured they'd be number one. I'm glad they are. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, just in the interest of time, I'll, I'll run through the uh, honorables. So my one other, because it doesn't actually count because the dad never re- uh, reached any all-star games, is Dell and Steph Curry. I didn't realize Dell was, Del was a lesser player than I thought he was. Uh-huh. I thought that he was an all-star, but he was not. Um, so in my honorables, Joakim Noah... I didn't know this. His father, Yannick, really won the French Open of tennis. How about that? Isn't that incredible? That's and fun. then uh, Joakim won Defensive Player of the Year. Of course, he's an excellent ball player, but his dad was a, a like Grand Slam champion in tennis. That's really cool. Yep, uh, Dale Junior and Senior. Yeah. Uh, I didn't put Mario and Michael Andretti because I don't give a shit. But uh, Dale Junior and Dale Senior. Dale Junior had twenty six wins on the Cup circuit, and Dale Senior had seventy six. Which is pretty remarkable because according to the old uh, trusty internets, Dale Junior is in the top forty of all time with twenty six, and his dad won triple as many. So that's pretty remarkable, and I think. Junior is an example of a of somebody who was burdened by his father's success, but who seemed to carve out his own niche and and do really well for himself. I think people who were expecting him to be a reincarnation of a guy who was widely considered one of the best racers of all time were probably disappointed, but I don't think his dad would have been disappointed in him because he found his own way and was really good. Yeah. Um another one, uh this is a situation where the dad was probably a little bit better, but still Clay Matthews Jr. and Clay Matthews the third. So uh, the dad is Jr. and his dad Clay Matthews Sr. I believe also played in the NFL. Um, and his brother Bruce Matthews also played in the NFL. And Clay's younger brother Casey is also in the NFL. And I think his cousin Jake. Like there's this is this is a little bit of a proxy for the entire Matthews family. They're like the suitors in hockey. There's just this ridiculous group of people who have all played. Um, but, uh, Junior was in four Pro Bowls, and, uh, the third, the Clay Matthews we all know and love has been to six Pro Bowls. I think most people would probably still say that Clay Senior, or Clay Junior was the better ball player, but... Yeah. Incredible nonetheless. Um, here's one, uh, that I, I didn't think of, but I, when I was doing some Googling, this was a connection. Layla Ali and Muhammad Ali. So... Layla Ali actually had an undefeated boxing record. Oh, allegations from some of her opponents that she was ducking good good fighters, mm. that she was intentionally scheduling some palookas. But still, she finished her career like twenty four and zero with twenty two knockouts. So yikes! Look out! Not not bad. And of course, daughter of you know a guy who's 
probably considered the greatest. He's probably maybe next to Michael Jordan, the greatest sports celebrity of all time. I'd say Muhammad Ali is probably the greatest sports celebrity of all time. Uh, yeah, I think that's safe to say. And a guy most people would say is one of the top five or six boxers of all time, but certainly the biggest, the biggest sporting figure yeah. of that era and probably ever. Yeah. Uh, and then a father-son baseball duo with a combined 82 war, uh, Felipe and Moises Alou. Yeah, I was thinking of them. So that's uh, that's the list for the athletes. Do you mind if I throw a couple? I don't. I don't have three. I have two in the not top three. Yeah, please, Kevin. I'm sorry. I I kept you here this long. Could you just play the stank one more time, just very very quickly? Thank you, oh, Kevin. I appreciate t- that. Truly terrific. Thank you, Kevin. Now um, you can go. Thank you. Yes. Okay. He's gone. Okay. Um. So, disclaimer: are- We do not know Kevin. We do not know Kevin. These are um, just two tigers that <laughs> are just <laughs> two dis-, dis. Oh come on! I already know one of them. This is just mean. Do you? Is one of them going to be Alex Avila? Oh wow! I didn't even think of him. Um, if anyone, it's a disappointment. It's Al Avila. <laughs> what are you doing, Al? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> um, yeah. No, I was actually going to say um, Daniel Schlereth, the disappointing son of um, what? What's is it? Nate Schlereth, Mark, or Mark, Mark Schlereth, cross sport athletes. Mark Schlereth was a yes. football player, and you might recognize him from he's on ESPN or whatever. Um, yeah. Daniel Schlereth was a lefty acquired in the um, the same deal that brought Max Scherzer to Detroit, and he was gone within like a year. Um, the other one is uh, Scott Van Slyke, son of former All-Star Andy Van Slyke. I didn't realize he was on the team. He he was actually never a Tiger. So Andy Van Slyke was the Tigers' like third or first base coach for a long time. Scott Van Slyke, I think, played most of his career for the Dodgers, but never qu- quite lived up to his dad's level of uh, fame. Yeah. Luckily, we'll be reversing this trend very shortly with the ridiculous sun-loaded lineup in uh, Toronto. That was my first honorable mention. So um, just the entire Toronto Blue Jays infield <laughs> composed yeah. of Vladito, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Vlad Guerrero's son. son of Vlad Guerrero, um, Craig Biggio's son. He's got a weird first name. Kevin. Kevin Biggio. And, and he went to Notre Dame, yeah. which neither of us realized. No, we did yeah. not. And uh, Bo Bichette, son of Dante Bichette. And weirdly, uh, actually, important connection to an earlier pod we did. His father, Dante Bichette, made an appearance on our Bad Body Baseball Players pod. Yes, he did. Um, but weirdly, his son Bo is is pretty trim. Bo is disappointingly trim, I would say. He's a disappointment. Like, that v- that's a good way of putting it. I was hoping he'd look like Mikey Thomas. Yeah. Well, his brother, um, I think he might be Dante Jr., looks very much like their dad, so that's good. Um, the only other ones I would add, is Austin Rivers Doc Rivers' son? He is. He should be on the not top. He's an utter disappointment. Yeah, okay. Well, he can, we can throw him in there. Um, the only other one I have is Cole Hamels, whose mother, I believe, was a uh, very good tennis player. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, I so I I will. I wasn't sure whether to include this one or not, but since you mentioned Cole Hamels, I do want to mention Alex Ovechkin. Um, his mother was, I believe, an Olympian. Um, again, I Whoa. will be doing a little tap. I will do a little tap dancing because I do have a tendency to make things up unintentionally. I don't. I don't lie to the listeners on purpose, but I do. I do forget things. His mother. Tatiana Ovechkina was a two-time Olympian gold medalist in basketball. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Jeez, that's kind of fun. So that's that's a that's a definite one. Um, that is no disappointment. And Tatiana, two-time gold medalist. Dang, that's really impressive. Yeah, his his father Mikhail was a soccer player. I, I don't really feel strongly about any of these. I don't even really feel like we need to reorder your list at all. Um, it would, I think it would just be kind of a lot anyways to reorder these two lists. But Yes, it would be d- deeply confusing. Yeah, it would be a lot. But I also just 
like part of it is laziness and and consideration of time, but part of it is also just that I think you did a very good job putting these lists together. So thank you for Thanks doing that. Us. Um, and good kudos to you, sir, for um pushing the limits of what we do here on top ten with Kyle and Mike. Top fives with Kyle and Mike. Top fives. <laughs> Um, well then, in that case, do you want to recap your lists, and then we'll get out of here? Alright, uh, for celebs, number five, Rashida Jones, daughter of Quincy Jones and Peggy Lipton. Yeah. Number four, Josh Brolin, son of James Brolin. Number three, Jane Fonda, daughter of Henry Fonda. Number two, the incredible Rob Reiner, son of the equally incredible Carl Reiner. Number one... The Bridges Boys, headlined by Jeff Bridges, sons of Lloyd Bridges. I take it back. I want to put Jamie Lee Curtis on this list. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's put her in for Rashida yeah, Jones. Okay. Done. Okay. Pretend I said Jamie Lee Curtis, daughter of Tony Curtis, as number five. Yeah. All right. Now for the athletes. Uh, number five, Prince Fielder, portly son of Cecil Fielder. Yeah. Number four. Peyton Manning, horse-faced son of Archie Manning. Orange Barrel. Orange Barrel. Number three, Barry Bonds, gigantic-headed son of Bobby Bonds. Yep. No uh, no reason there. Just, you know. Just had a big head. Skulls. Just had a big head. That's all. Uh, number two, toe-headed <laughs> Brett Hull, son of Bobby Hull. Some guys just have toe heads. And number one, no head jokes about this guy. Just sweet swanging. Smooth as can be. Mm. 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 He just like jazz embodied as a baseball player. And he like invented or like like the backwards baseball cap as made famous by Ken Griffey yes. Jr. Like he didn't invent it, but he popularized it. Yeah. He's just uh, iconic. What an I what an icon iconic. is the right word for him. Uh Ken Griffey Jr., son of Ken Griffey Sr. So that's the list, my man. I would just like to say I can't like we can't go this whole list without doing the showtime. Call me Junior. That's the theme from uh Ken Griffey Jr.'s Major League Baseball. Now if if Ken Griffey were to join us, do you think he'd have anything to say? Cook 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 call me junior. Play ball. What else? Come on, what else would he say? Would he introduce himself? Oh, yeah, yeah. He goes, hi, I'm Ken Griffey Jr. Let's play Major League Baseball. (laughs) Thank you. That's right. (laughs) And then, like, the, and then, like, the canned, like, bat hitting ball sound, like, (laughs) and then you hear the crowd, (laughs) yeah. 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 Oh, man. Great game. I think I'm, I think I'm gonna play some all star baseball this weekend with Jerry. I think you oughta. That's the good, that's, that's honorable mention, uh, celebrity um, duo, Jerry and Mike, <laughs> the famous podcaster, <laughs> yes. son of Jerry. We'll take it. Yeah, yeah you, you and Jim A can be in the honorable mentions with us. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, before we go, I'd like to give a big thank you to Kevin for staying late today. Disclaimer, we do not know Kevin. He is... We do not know Kevin. He is, he's probably doing charity work tonight. He's probably doing... For orphans. Doing something amazing. But... He did put together our theme music and the not top threes. Um, so we have him to thank for that. And of course, Erin, uh, she did the artwork. She did. The, um, if you want to see more of her stuff, you can see it at Saint Design on Instagram. And speaking of social media, I'd like to thank our social media director, Caroline Labrethi, for her terrific work. Yep. If you want to check out what she's doing for us, you can go to our Facebook Instagram. Both of those are top10km with the 10 spelled out T-E-N. Check out our uh, Twitter. Probably not. Or you can shoot us an email, top10km at gmail.com if you've got questions, comments, thoughts for a podcast, or you'd like to invite yourself on. We would love to have you so you can teach us some shit about some shit. And then finally, I know you're listening on, on some sort of app. But if you want to listen on a different one, we are available on the Apple Podcast app, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, pretty much wherever podcasts can be found. Dog, those are the things that I would say. I think you pretty much said all the things that I would want you to say. That's great. Yeah. 
Excellent work, amigo. Way to push the boundaries of list-making podcasting. You're a visionary. Thank you. I've been called that before, but it's still nice to be called it again. (laughs) You earned it. And you've earned yourself some sleep. I will see you next week, amigo. Yes, I have stifled yawns admirably throughout. Very impressive stuff from Mike today, folks. All right. Arrivederci. Arrivederci.